The Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rap Show podcast. Hello there! Welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Ah, it's the difficult one. Episode 201. <laughs> it almost feels like our second album. You know that kind of really difficult follow-up that you have to do? Yeah. Episode 200. Oh my word. What an epic, epic episode. And uh, if you missed it, then before you listen to the rest of this week's show, you really should go back and listen to episode 200. It was absolutely incredible we hung out with the big rab show team we got so many amazing voicemails and stuff and we tackled all of our topics throughout past 200 episodes as well as something we're going to talk about on this week's show yeah (laughs) oh we've got so much to get through yeah episode 201 if anything we've got quite a lot of piping news to catch up on because essentially We've got two weeks of piping news to catch up on. So, yes, we may breeze over some of these topics, but you can go visit various websites, look for the results and all of the book releases and music and stuff, and then draw your own conclusion. (laughs) Indeed. Which I do think should be turned into a t-shirt or something at this point. Anyway, we shall get on that, I suppose. Yes, welcome! By way of introduction, if you haven't already listened to the Big Rab Show podcast and this is your first ever episode, then welcome! Um, but you're a bit late to the dance because we have well over 200 episodes now. Woo! Yeah, we have a huge back catalogue. We've been covering the bagpiping world now for years. And uh, yeah, we've got a huge wealth of material back there. So you can go and check out every single episode. Uh, yeah, if anything, do what I do this last while. I've kind of flicked back and looked at some of the topics that were quite juicy at the time. And like, oh, look, there's a judging podcast. I'll look at that one again and listen back and remember it all. Yeah, so... Mm. There you are. You can delve through our back catalogue. Plus, as well, if you would like to help support the show, then, like every other podcast out there, yes, shock, horror, we have a Patreon page. If you would like to help support us, you can, and get your hands on tons of extra bagpiping content. Now, our Patreon page this last while has been ridiculous. We have so much stuff up there on Patreon because... uh, Yeah, it's really our pride and joy at the moment. We spoke a lot about it, actually, in episode 200, about how a lot of support comes through from Patreon. So be part of the Patreon faithful and consider clicking on support because, honestly, you'll get episodes of Rab Show Plus. That's up there, exclusive for Patreon. You'll also get our weekly Big Rab Show Fuse FM catch-up. So if you do happen to miss our live radio show on Fuse FM... You'll get it on there, on Patreon, every single week. So you can download it, take it with you, and have two hours worth of live bagpiping on the radio. There you go. Plus loads of exclusive backstage interviews, videos. There's just so much. There's there's too much to mention. Otherwise, I'll be wibbling on about Patreon from here to the end of the podcast. But yeah, we have to get through things. Also, don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com. We've got a number of promotions on there including one with the Piper's Dojo, which is still ongoing. Uh, Yeah, you can go bigrabshow.com forward slash 
Dojo. And yes, take advantage of our 30-day test drive of Dojo Premium for just $1. So you pay $1 and you register for with the Piper's Dojo. And they drop the paywall on everything for 30 days. So you get full access to all your live lessons, your one-to-ones, all your Facebook groups and all of that. Again, there's so much to list there. A wealth of piping content on there. And we guarantee you, this is the Big Rab Show seal of approval, that after 30 days, your playing will have improved. And if not, then what have you lost? You've lost a dollar, you know. Uh, But if you decide to keep it on, then, hey, you're already 30 days into improving your playing. So why not? Go and give it a go. 30 days of Dojo Premium for $1. Just go to thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo. Also, don't forget, Christmas shopping seems to be happening at the moment. And everyone is lapping up Big Rab Show merch. So get in early, I have to say, because orders have been coming in thick and fast this last while. Uh, Big Rab Show hoods have been selling really, really well. Uh, We have bottle openers, water bottles. And I've one sitting beside me right here, right now. Very, very nice piece of kit. Uh, so, yeah, tons of Rab Show merch up there. You can go and have a look at our shop. And, uh, yeah, buy them in now and avoid disappointment come Christmas. So, if, yeah, if you want to get your loved one uh, possible some big Rab Show merch, now is the time. Get your orders in. And then we can guarantee delivery before the big day of Crimbo. Yeah, there you go. All right. With each and every Big Rab Show podcast, we kick kick it off with some listener mail, and this week is no different. I have to say a huge thank you to everyone who contacted us uh, last week following episode 200. We had special words of thanks from A1 Embroidery. Thank you, A1 Embroidery and Printing. Uh, Obviously, those are the guys that took care of our Rab Show merch for us, so thank you so much to Gary Smith and everybody there. A1 Embroidery and Printing. Awesome stuff. Also from Stu and the British Drum Co, they sent us best wishes as well for episode 200 so thank you so much guys if anything they were disappointed they wanted to get a, a voicemail in on time but they didn't uh, also shout out to jeremy from lone star go on lone star yeah jeremy wanted to send us in a voicemail as well for episode 200 but unfortunately he missed the show he missed the cut yeah he was going to get his voicemail in too late to us so yeah Ah, well, not to worry. (laughs) But he sent his best wishes anyway for episode 200, so that's awesome. Thank you to Jeremy and to Lone Star Piper. Awesome. Also, now we got another little voicemail in from Garth Waddle. Yeah, all the way down under in Western Australia. Big Rob, what about you? It's Garth Waddell over here in Western Australia. I'm just dropping you a line to say congratulations on your 200. Sorry I didn't get on your show. Uh, Put this in late. Um, thank you for everything you and the team do. I know you've worked very hard keeping us over here in Western Australia informed of what's going on in the rest of the piping world. Um, our association over here told me to drop you a line as well. And if you ever mention our new band, which is called Mandara and Peel Pipe Band, make sure that you say Western Australia as well. They want us to know, the whole world to know that there is a piping life over here in WA. Again, Rob. Well done on your 200. Best show going. Even better than hashtag one of the six. Keep her lit. Yo. There you are. Shout out to Mandura and Peel Pipe Band from Western Australia. There you go. And yes, we will keep her lit. Thanks a million, Gareth. And yes, I notoriously pronounced stuff wrong. I possibly pronounced your name even wrong as well. I think I called you Waddle. I think it's Waddell. Apologies. See, this is me. 
stuff that Rob got wrong. Boom, boom. I'm constantly getting it wrong, mate. So there you go. Don't be surprised. But yes, thank you very much for your best wishes. And if anything, that kind of reflects everything that we've got in listener mail this week. Uh, we have received a lot of emails uh, updating us on the uh, the state of things in Yuspaba. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of electioneering and stuff going on this last while, electing new people into new positions, new president, new vice president, and all of the other different positions and stuff now. Yes, I'm not going to go over the who won what and all the rest, but suffice to say, we now have new people in positions there in Yuspaba, and we wish them all well, I have to say. Yeah, there's going to be bright days ahead for the guys at Yuspaba, who have making a lot of very positive moves, I think, in the piping world, especially under this past while with pandemic and all the rest. Uh, they've been doing a lot of great things, you know, with band fees and everything, as well as running you know, online band competitions and stuff and solos. It's been great seeing stuff from Yuspaba. And also, the guys at Wuspaba as well are in the throes of AGMs and voting people in and out and all that sort of stuff. So, a lot of stuff happening at local branch level. So, if you guys want to share that news with us, then yes, feel free. Or if you have any kind of commentary at all on any topic that we cover here on The Big Rab Show, then send us in an email. BigRabShow at gmail. There you are. Even if you are in Western Australia and you just want to say hello. Yes, feel free. You can send us in a message about absolutely anything. And aye, it's always great to hear from you. Excellent stuff. So, episode 201 would not be uh, business as usual if we didn't have, yeah, Weekly Drone. We spoke about Weekly Drone on uh, episode 200 and it honestly seems to be one of our most favourite kind of sections on the show now. We love doing Weekly Drone and... Sometimes it can be really quite scathing, and I think this week's Weekly Drone is exactly that. Now, I have to stress that the views expressed on Weekly Drone are not that of the Big Rab Show team. I think we've already clarified that. It's definitely not that of the Big Rab Show team, or even of our voiceover guy, Aaron McElwain. Uh, These are your opinions. You guys send them in to us through our website completely anonymously, and uh, yeah, you can be quite celebratory or scathing just like this upcoming Weekly Drone. The Weekly Drone. The RSPBA, a centre for excellence in the promotion of piping and drumming. The RSPBA sets its stall out as being at the forefront of promoting piping and drumming worldwide. It says so on their website. Yet, At the time, pipers, drummers, bands, supporters, etc. needed them most, there was nothing, not a peep, other than to ask for more money. In order to offer some glimmer of hope during these dark times, to try and preserve our art and continue the development of young talent and promise, it was bands themselves who innovated and organised online solo contests all of which were supported generously by the various satellite businesses and suppliers who depend upon our pastime also. Still not a whisper of encouragement or support from the centre or the regional branch. You'd have thought the organisation at the heart of the pipe band world would have been involved, if not at the forefront of such innovative events. In fact, can anyone shed any light whatsoever on the RSPBA and what they have been doing in 2020 to support the art 
and the bands who make it possible. Any online learning content, guidance around securing grants or funding, evidence of future planning, again, complete silence. Nothing at all, it would seem. Obviously, the decision to spend all the cash on the unnecessary headquarters was a bad one. Reckless, to say the least. One can't help but wonder that a portion of that expenditure could have been put to far better use during these difficult times for all. It says it all when bands don't want to pay any more money, but are scared to speak out after years of bully-type tactics by those at the top. Never has there been a better time to effect positive change, however, and bands across the world need to act collectively and unanimously to remove the current regime. Time to redraw the model. A World Pipe Band Council, or whatever you care to call it, acting with the transparency to further the art and support the bands. I fear that to continue to bail out the RSPBA will only prolong the misery, incompetence and the mystery that surrounds our governing body. Now is the time for change, bands people. The Weekly Drone Ah yes, not pulling any punches there, I feel. (laughs) Yeah, so that Weekly Droner, thank you for that. And yes, honestly some quite scathing commentary there on RSPBA who, according to their website, are the Centre for Excellence uh, when it comes to promoting uh, piping and drumming worldwide. And yes, quite right to ask, what have they done over this last 12 months? It's now the month of November and we are in the season of AGMs, Annual General Meetings, like I just mentioned there for Yuspaba, Waspaba. All of those different associations around the world are in the process of having Annual General Meetings and making decisions and electing people into different roles. And RSPBA are no different. I am aware that Northern Ireland branch here, where I live, um, currently have had various branch meetings and stuff, and then hopefully we'll be rolling forward into the large headquarters meeting in Glasgow. Now, as to the full details of that, I'm not entirely sure if I'm honest, but I will need to do a little bit more research and find out exactly what's going to be happening at this year's annual general meeting. I do know that obviously because of the pandemic and everything, I do believe that it will have to happen online via Zoom or some one of those processes. Um, But yeah, as far as any other details are concerned, hopefully I'll be able to bring that to a future podcast. So yes, whenever you're asking about evidence of what have they done over this past 12 months, well... RSPBA staff have been on furlough for a good lot of time over this global pandemic, so a lot of work wasn't done. Um, And yes, we do have to agree with you whenever you said about a lot of the online solo competitions and a lot of the online performances and that were pushed by the bands themselves. The likes of Turf and District, we had Cooper Angus, we had Shots. There's a lot of bands running huge online competitions to a lot of great success that were really well supported. And yes, it is very disappointing to see that RSPBA didn't didn't take up the torch and start organising something themselves. And if yes, we did read a couple of times that this was being considered at various different meetings, but it was decided not to run online events. Now as to the reason why, we're not entirely sure. There was various different reasons given and the reasons were debated and no real clear outcome. But the outcome is 
pretty clear from one regard that these events didn't happen and RSPBA didn't host them. We do feel that the RSPBA have had bigger fish to fry, if I'm honest. And you did pass comment there about the redevelopment of headquarters, the investment of all that money, when it could have been spent on something else. And we've talked that about that now until we are blue in the face. Now, so, yeah, at the moment here in the UK, things are looking bleak. Bands at the moment have been asked to pay their fees. And bands at the moment are seriously considering their financial position and whether they can actually afford it. You know, never mind whether it's a choice to support RSPBA, it's a choice of whether their bank balance can, yeah, can stick it. <laughs> Do you know, if we pay our fees, we'll be able to, you know, blow pipes next year, hit a drum next year. Will we have any replacement heads and reeds and stuff that we need? Hmm. Remains to be seen. But a very interesting weekly drone. And I'm sure you guys will agree as well. You can get your thoughts into us, of course. On every weekly drone, you can draw your own conclusion. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, get your emails into us, folks. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And yes, if you have your own particular weekly drone, then you can go along to our website, which is the best place actually to submit it, because then it removes all identifying factors. It doesn't have any names attached at all and you have free reign to say what you want now ourselves in the rap show we will not edit your input as well but we may have to edit if you do include swearing yeah so if you do choose to start effing and jeffing and start pointing the finger and start calling everybody names then yeah we will have to edit that i'm afraid because we are a family friendly show so yeah Feel free, submit your weekly drone. We do want to get them in. So, yeah, if you've been thinking about it for a while, oh, you know, I will do a weekly drone, then do it. Yes, send it in. We love to get more weekly drones. Head along to thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone and let us know your thoughts. If anything, I love this section in the show because it honestly just throws open a mic and you guys can say what you like. It's totally an open forum and that's what it's about. So we're giving you guys the voice. So, yeah, if you're deciding to cut RSPBA to ribbons some week, then have at it. So, <clears throat> do you know what I would love? I would love an RSPBA official to come on the show. And I've said this so many times now. I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing me say it. I would love to have someone from the higher echelons of the RSPBA to come on the show and talk to us. And answer some of the big questions that we have. You know, all about all the financial stuff that we're still waiting on information on, even though we asked about this time last year. Plus, how decisions are made and all the rest. How does the voting work? And what do you guys actually talk about at these meetings? Why do you have so many committees? Uh, What exactly is going on? So, yeah, it would be great to hear from someone from RSPBA at all. So, yeah, if anyone from the association is listening right now, and I do know a lot of you guys do listen to the show. Yeah, I know you do. So you can email us in. Let us know. And, yeah, if you want to talk to us anonymously, of course, that you can do that, of course. Yeah, so bigrabshow at gmail.com. Get in contact with us, guys. Because we always love to give both sides of the argument here, you know? Alrighty. Okay, I want to give a bit of a personal update, actually, because as a result of listener mail we've received over this past few weeks, you guys have been asking quite a lot of personal questions about yours truly, me. Um, yeah, so I figured I will answer some of them. So I don't, I know it's not piping news, it's not quite listener mail, but you guys 
seem to want to know what's personally going on with me at the moment. So, first question is, hi Rab, how's the piping going lad? How, are you still having lessons with our Andy? Yes, I am still having lessons with Andrew Shilladay. Now, mind you, things uh, on the work front and everything, because I currently work with the BBC as well, uh, things on the BBC have been ramping up recently and I've had less time for online lessons and stuff, but I am still practicing away like crazy. I'm actually starting to ramp up my material now and I'm getting in, into the more difficult stuff. I'm not just playing your standard... Uh, you know, uh, what did I start out with? Dream Valley and tunes like The Big One and stuff like that. And, you know, that Andrew had written himself. Uh, or Green Hills of Antrim or stuff like that. Now I'm kind of, you know, promoting myself and learning tunes such as Green Hills, Scotland the Brave, proper road sets and stuff now. So, yeah, the stuff is getting more meaty, I should say. And then Andrew has said himself that perhaps if the progress continues that I might actually be gone to the senior band stuff in Tully Lagan to learn all their grade 3 stuff. So, which is really quite daunting, but he says it's possible. So, uh, I don't know. I have every faith in Andrew, you know. <laughs> he's been doing this piping thing a lot longer than me and he knows what he's talking about. So if he says I can do it, then hey, I, I'm glad he has faith in me. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, who knows? Someday I might actually hit the grass with a set of bagpipes under my arm and that'll be a mental day, I have to say. Because I've been a drummer now for about 30 plus years. So yeah, to actually put the sticks down and lift a, lift a bagpipe, that'll be mental. So yeah, I've taken up the challenge though. I'm enjoying it as well. And that's the main thing. You know, I, I think if I found it a bit of a grind, I wouldn't want to play anymore. Uh, but there was a few weeks, you know, where I was... Yeah, getting to to grips with uh, Tarluths and and grips. See it th- playing a grip on B. Oh my God, I couldn't play it for the life of me. But for some reason, then after a week of solid practice playing grip on B, grip on B, grip on B, I finally got it. So I don't know why I found it so difficult, uh, but I got there. I got there. So yeah, I'm really enjoying playing pipes at the moment. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I even talking about this on the podcast um yes well anyway another personal update someone has asked me as well am i still playing snare drum with the guys at north texas and the answer is yes yes i am uh, i've learned their msr set uh, just for the crack uh, so winston and jeremy and uh Aaron mclean and all those guys have been kind of meeting online uh, all the guys at the drum corps actually have been meeting online on the drum corps and we've been playing through various different sets and stuff and at the moment we're playing through various different competition scores like the MSR stuff, uh, Aaron McLean has a whole load of stuff that we're all working on, uh, jigs and reels and hornpipes and there's so much drumming material going on with North Texas at the moment, It's it'll make your head spin, those guys are working incredibly hard and uh, you would think it's November it's freezing cold outside. There's no season really here in the UK this year. There's no, you know, and we're even contemplating will there be a se- season next year? But the guys at North Texas are playing out of their skin at the moment, and I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. So as much as I'm enjoying lifting bagpipes at the minute, I'm enjoying. Yeah. Visual jokes on the radio. Yeah. Put the sticks down. You're doing a podcast. All right, so I'm really enjoying drumming with the guys at the moment too. You know, just lifting the hands and playing just for the sheer crack of it. Whether we take it to a competition field or not, don't know, remains to be seen. But I'm, yeah, honestly, just enjoying playing just for the sheer joy of the music. So, yeah, really loving my piping at the moment when I can squeeze it in. And my drumming as well. 
Yeah, I wish I had more time for practice, actually. You know, I haven't been able to practice as much. So whenever I turn up to an online lesson or, you know, an online meetup and stuff with the lads, yeah, my hands and my fingers are just, they're away. They're away. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I need more time for practice, I reckon, to get all this material learned. But really enjoying playing. And I hope you guys out there are doing the same. I actually read something online there recently that because of this global pandemic and everything and folks being locked in the house, not seeing anybody, that actually playing a musical instrument can really help with your mental health. Now, believe it or not, concentrating and working on a piece of music like, for instance, learning an MSR or learning a new hornpipe and jig and stuff like that and challenging yourself musically can really give your brain a different focus away from the regular stresses of life. Now, this is not something new. We knew that already uh, whenever we're concentrating on learning competition stuff for hitting the grass. But especially now in the time of global pandemic, a lot of players out there just aren't playing at the moment. They aren't practicing because they don't have a competition to go to. But... I have to say, throughout this past few months, four or five months over this last while, when the pandemic really seems to be getting a grip here in the UK, I've really been delving into the world of playing. And honestly, it has helped me so much. You know, I'm working from home all the time. I don't really leave home now at all because of lockdown and all the rest. So the only outlet I really have is either video games, Netflix, or lifting a pair of drumsticks and slapping the bejesus out of a pad for a while. <laughs> and it's just been brilliant. So I would urge you guys, if you haven't lifted the practice chanter, if you haven't lifted the sticks, this week, challenge yourself. Lift that chanter, lift the sticks, even if it's only for five minutes. Just to have a little blast through, six, eight, you know, rock a little reel or something. Just something dead easy that you know you could play in your sleep. Just play something. And trust me, you will get a bit of a lift from it. You'll remind yourself going, oh, do you know, I like that. I, that was fun. I, I do actually remember enjoying playing, you know. And before you know it, you'll be doing practicing every day, you know, just for the sheer crack of it. So, yes, that's my challenge of this week, folks, by way of my personal update, but also a challenge to you listening right now. Lift that practice chanter, lift those sticks, have a little rattle, have a wee tune, even if it is only for a few minutes, and just remind yourself, you know, that we all play, we all enjoy this amazing instrument, and we do it for the love of it, you know? Sure, we can't go out there and win Spiky or, you know, whatever trophy you're after, but yeah, just remind yourselves of the music, folks. It's there, you know? It hasn't gone away, and it's there to be enjoyed. So play, enjoy it, and you'll thank me for it after, I guarantee. There you are. I want to see the emails coming in. BigRabShow at gmail.com Alright, so those folks have been asking about do I play video games and yes is the answer, but yeah, I very rarely get time to play video games. Uh, I do play Call of Duty, a bit of a Warzone fan, not going to lie. I do enjoy the whole Battle Royale thing where you can jump on with a bunch of mates and then shoot bad guys and stuff. It's good fun. It's brain bubblegum, I said, you know, you don't have to concentrate at all. So yeah, a bit of Call of Duty stuff and uh, yeah, I am waiting on the new PlayStation 5 as well. Full disclosure, although I haven't been able to pre-order one here in the UK. I think the release date here in the UK is actually tomorrow, the 19th of November. And uh, I haven't been able to get a hold of one. So I might have to wait a few months until I can get the PlayStation 5. And uh, yeah, for those of you interested in my gamer tag and stuff, then yeah, you can drop us a message on Facebook or yeah, throw us an email, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And who knows, we can group up and have some Warzone games. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? 
Uh, also, uh, I think I've been getting a few messages now because you guys know that I'm a huge Star Wars fan and The Mandalorian has just started again. Uh, and people are asking, am I watching it? And the very short answer is, yes, I'm a little bit obsessed. Um, I am kind of binge watching it over and over again. Uh, the episodes are dropping every week. And as they drop on Friday here in the UK, I am watching it at least three or four times. I watch it once on my own, first thing in the morning at 6 a.m. whenever I rise. I then watch it in the evening with my kids. And then when the kids go to bed, the wife says, oh, can we watch The Mandalorian? I said, yes, no problem. That's the third watch through. And again, I'll probably watch it again another few times. I'm obsessed with The Mandalorian. Send help. But yes. <laughs> so that's all by a huge personal update. I'm sure you're all dead bored. Thinking, oh, grab it, just shut up. Let's get to the piping news. And yes, you're quite right. But there you go. Mandalorian, I'm obsessed. This is the way, indeed. All right, let's get into some actual bagpiping news. The whole reason you tuned into the podcast in the first place. Uh, apologies, but I figured I would answer some questions that folks have been asking. There you go. All right, now I wanted to give a huge, huge shout out to Davy Hunter. Yeah, Davy Hunter, I hope you guys managed to catch this. He launched his brand new book, Now It's My Turn. Now, we talked about this on the show uh, plenty before episode 200, but we didn't actually mention it in episode 200. I'm a, I wish it did, actually, because the event itself was off the chain. It was simply brilliant. Now, Davey himself actually played as part of this event, and we had pipers such as Kyle Howe, John Dew. Uh, Come on, there's so many amazing musicians on there. I'm going to start missing names now. Uh, But honestly, the event itself was brilliant. I was involved, of course. I was there doing the introductions for everything, which is brilliant. So thank you, Davey, for having me involved. Honestly, it was an honor, um, because whenever you watch the show that was after me, my bit was crap at the start, but the music afterwards was outstanding. So all of the tunes and all of that was all performed uh, by so many amazing musicians, but it was all composed by Davey himself, and there were tunes from the book. So I would urge you, you can go and have a search for it on social media, of course, on YouTube as well. I think it's available. You can go and watch the entire launch event, and replay it and watch it and enjoy it, but also you can go and get your copy of Davey's book now. So go and have a look for it. Now it's my turn by Davey Hunter. And honestly, guys, there's so many cracking tunes on there. Um, I, he actually sent me a copy here to review. And uh, it's. Uh, I think my review is that it's a clinker, if, if that's such a word. <laughs> it's an absolute clinker. There's so many amazing tunes in there, but, you know, including the harmony lines and that as well. So some big arrangements. So really, really cracking collection of tunes there by Davey. So honestly, fantastic stuff. Well done to Davey Hunter and to everyone involved in the launch event. It was an absolutely blistering time. So fantastic. Well done, everyone. Okay, so swiftly moving on. Next news, uh, news, news story. It is kind of a news story. I have to give a shout out to the Manawatu Scottish Pipe Band, who over the weekend managed to hold their Kaylee. Now, I think I'd plugged it for them a few times. Their, yeah, their annual Kaylee uh, happened over this past weekend. Now, apparently, <clears throat> apparently I was there. Now, for those of you who know Manawatu, yes. Um, they're not based in Northern Ireland, are they? No. Um, so I was a bit confused how I ended up at this event in the first place. Well, apparently a cardboard cutout of me was at the event. And a load of people were taking selfies with the cardboard cutout of 
me, uh, which was all sorts of hilarious. I woke up early uh, for work on Monday morning and I got loads of notifications saying, oh, Rab, you're with this person, Rab, you're with that person, and Rab, you're with... I was going, what was I doing last night? Am I passed out or something? So, yeah, I was partying with the guys at Manawatu for their Kaylee, and I have to say a massive thank you. You guys give me a huge belly laugh early in the morning when I seen all of these ridiculous selfies of me with the folks of Manawatu. It was so much fun. Uh, so, yeah, well done to you all, and also to the Bowmore uh, Kaylee band who uh, provided some of the music. And the guys at Manawatu, their grade one band, actually played a few fantastic selections of tunes and stuff as well. So, honestly, a fantastic event and a great fundraiser for the band as well. So if anything, it's great to see that perhaps in New Zealand we're, we're getting to see them the other side of the pandemic and gatherings like this can happen and the guys at Manawatu can gather up, play a few tunes and have a party and it just looked like so much fun. I was so jealous. What am I talking about jealous? I was actually there, wasn't it? In cardboard cutout form. Yeah, there you go. It was fun. <laughs> so when we're talking about Down Under, some news just dropped yesterday, actually, on the 17th of November. We had an announcement, finally, from the Maryborough Highlands Society that the 2021 Australian Pipe Band Championships have been cancelled. Yeah, which honestly is a bit gutting. Now, we did read the news at the time that the 2020 date for the Australian Nationals had been postponed until next year and we were holding on to hope thinking then okay once the pandemic kind of slows down in Australia and all the rest which it was doing uh, we were holding on to hope that the nationals will happen in 2021 and yeah we now received notification officially online that it's cancelled and with a very short and blunt statement I have to add the statement says due to the current restrictions and the fact that bands have not been able to practice we have unfortunately had to cancel this event. And that's it. End quote. There's nothing else to say, yeah, we're going to try and organize it for a following year or a different venue or no, nothing like that. It just says, that's it. Bands County practice. Pull the plug, lads. That's it. Done. And nothing else. So, yeah, if we hear any more news on the Australian Nationals, perhaps you folks living in Australia listening to this right now might know a little bit more about being on the ground. In fact, about what's happening to the Australian Nationals, please let us know. Um, but yeah, for now, we honestly are gutted because it's been cancelled. And that's it, done. No Australian Nationals for 2021, or 2020 for that matter as well. Okay, also have to give a shout to Perth Metro, by the way. Go on, the Perth Metro! There's so much news happening down under at the moment, so I want to get through all the down under news. <laughs> shout out to Perth Metro, who uploaded a little bit of a performance video uh, from of them at the Highland Games at Swan Valley this past weekend. And yeah, they were playing in what looked to be like a beer tent or a big marquee, and the band was all playing away, and there was a little Highland dancer called Ailey. Which was just amazing. So, yeah, I have to say, go and check out the video of Perth Metro playing with this tiny wee Highland dancer in the middle of it. Uh, so, absolutely incredible. So, yeah, shout out to uh, Jock Rorty, I think, who uploaded the video. And, uh, yeah, to Perth Metro. It was just so heartwarming to see. So, yeah, go and check out that video performance of the guys of Perth Metro and the wee Highland dancer. It will really warm your heart. It was fantastic. <laughs> Okay, so talking about Down Under news, I have to say there's been another announcement about a bit of an online stream coming up. Yeah, this will be the Jenny Mare Highland Square Day, 
Yeah, Manawatu Scottish Pipe Band put it out on their social media that the Jenny Mare Highland Square Day will be held on December the 12th, 2020 and the whole thing will be live streamed from 11am New Zealand time. There you go. So for more information, of course, you can go and visit the Manawatu Scottish Society social media. Um, And of course, I hope they're going to include links and everything for the live stream. And don't worry, as soon as that live stream drops from the Jenny Mare Highland Square Day, we will be sharing it out on the Big Rab Show page for all of you guys to enjoy. So there you are. Tons of live streamed content coming your way from competitions down under. Awesome stuff. All right, I have to give a shout this week to the National Piping Centre, who have launched quite a lot of stuff this last while. As you guys may or may not know, in 2021, the National Piping Centre will celebrate its 25th anniversary. 25 years, I remember the National Piping Centre opening. (laughs) How old am I? Yeah, I remember it opening for the first time and it being big news in the piping world. There was a lot of pomp and ceremony. It was very cool. Um, So, 25 years. Wow. So, to celebrate 25 years, uh, they're going to mark this occasion by having uh, past pupils, staff members, uh, and all the rest who have been through the National Piping Centre to... uh, yeah, add tunes to a new collection of music. So they're asking if you've been a student of the National Piping Centre or if you've been part of the alumni and you've been part of their 25-year history, then they're asking you to get in contact with them if you would like to compose your own original piece to be part of the National Piping Centre 25-year collection. There you are. For more information, you can email them, tunebook at thepipingcentre.co.uk. Now, if you are considering uh, entering a tune for it, and you were a past pupil, then you can either enter your tune in PDF or JPEG format. There you are. So I just wanted to put that in there as well. But for more information, of course, on all of this and further 25th anniversary celebrations, uh, yeah, because I think I have the, a junior competition coming up, actually, and stuff. The, the various different events. Uh, so, yeah, rather than getting bogged down in the details, I'll just point you towards their social media and their website, thepipingcentre.co.uk. Tons of great stuff coming your way, actually, for 2021 to celebrate 25 years in the business. I, I, I know, I'm so old. I seriously remember that opening the doors. Oh, boys, how old am I? Too old. <laughs> ah, well, ah, congratulations, National Piping Centre. 25 years old, and you're making me feel old as a result. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, shout out to Johnstone Pipe Band. Now, have you seen this? Oh, Johnstone Pipe Band actually put out a bit of a video yesterday uh, from their grade one pipe band and some members from some of their feeder bands as well. All of the guys from Johnstone put on a bit of a virtual performance. Now, they did say that they took inspirations from their friends at St. Lawrence the Tool Pipe Band, and the video does seem very similar. You know, the little boxes, you know, there's hundreds of little boxes of every player playing at home, but the whole thing is mixed together. Now, the band themselves are playing a brand new tune that we haven't heard before, and this was to be their their introduction tune. This was, well, they're calling it their up-to-the-line tune. So they were to play it as they were approaching the line for any competition. It was a brand new tune composed by Andy Reid called McLaurin Crescent. That is named after the band's band hall. Yeah, McLaurin Crescent. So, fantastic stuff. And if you haven't heard this tune, by the way, go and check it out. It's a thumper. And I'm just gutted that we haven't heard it in person. I would love to have heard this and you know, live and in person with the band in front of me, I think honestly, as they say here in Northern Ireland, there have been some pith effort. You know what I mean? <laughs> there have been some pith effort band, mate. 
Schon schlapper, ist klar. So, yeah. So, but go and check out Johnstone Pipe Band and their online performance video of that brand new tune, McLaurin Crescent. That's absolutely fantastic. So, well done, guys. Honestly, you could see that there was a wealth of work put into this. You know, even in the video production side and the playing side as well, learning this new material and getting it so tight as well. It just sounds brilliant. So, well done, Johnstone. Yeah, thoroughly entertained me. Speaking of being entertained... <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Kyle Howe, who's been incredibly busy this last while. Kyle has been part of has been taking part in Movember. Now I'm sure a lot of you folks out there would know what Movember is. It's when you grow a tash and you don't shave it off and you raise money uh, for prostate awareness or prostate cancer research here in the UK. So Movember is a thing where blokes all uh, yeah, raise money for charity and all the rest by growing a big tash. And that's what Kyle's been doing. But Kyle's been taking it one step further. He has been uploading a tune a day. He's called it Movember Tune A Day. And he's been counting down the days. I think today actually is day 18 as we're recording this. Because, yes, yeah, the 18th of November. So Kyle has uploaded 18 tunes so far of him playing bagpipes, small pipes, even the uh, Blair Digital Chanter, along with his partner, I think, on fiddle. But honestly, some thumping tunes coming from Kyle. I don't know. Kyle, how do you know so many amazing tunes? Like, that's 18 performances, and all 18 of them are absolutely blistering. So, yeah, go and check out um, uh, Kyle's YouTube channel. He's been uploading them every day. So go and consider giving him a subscription as well, because then you'll get notified whenever Kyle uploads another one. And they're all thumpers. There hasn't been one where I thought, ah, no, I don't like it. They're all brilliant. If anything, just yesterday, day 17, I think, was one of my favourites. I played a version of The Little Cascade. Oh, and you talk about a tune. Oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so shout out to Kyle. Absolutely so entertaining. And especially this last while when there's very little music happening. It's brilliant to see Kyle you know, thumping out the tunes each and every day. It's been so great. So there you go. Considering donate, uh, donating to him as well. Because obviously he's doing this to raise money for charity. And for prostate cancer and awareness and all the rest and research. So definitely consider going and dropping him a few quid for his trouble. There's some of these tunes, man. As I would say, they would melt your face. Now, Kyle is not just settling with uploading a tune every day. He's also in the middle of developing a bit of an online workshop. Yeah, this is the Kyle Howe Online Pipe Band Workshop. It's going to be happening over the weekend of the 12th and 13th of December. It'll be held through Zoom. And he has some incredible tutors actually turning up to this through the month of December. You have Craig Monroe. Craig Monroe! Of course, of the Red Hot Chilies and St. Lawrence the Tool Pipe Band and Wallace Bagpipes. You have Callum Brown from Inverary. Go on, Callum! You also have Grant Cassidy, of course, legend. And you have John Elliott as well. Jock Elliott from G1 Reads will be there. And you also, yeah, have Florian Hedger from the Top Secret Drum Corps is going to be there as well. So, yeah, for more information, of course, there's so much happening at this online workshop. Two days worth of piping and drumming goodness. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Believe me, I'm going to be signing up to this. So, <clears throat> yeah, shout out to Kyle Howe. KyleHowe.co.uk is the website. Go and have a look for his Zoom workshop. This is definitely going to be worth signing up to, especially through the month of December when it's cold, it's freezing outside. And, yeah, you want to take up the Big Rab Show Challenge and lift that chanter again after it's sitting under your bed for a few months. Yeah. 
take it out of the box, you know, have a rattle, have a few tunes. And yeah, take part in Kyle's online workshop. So the 12th and 13th of December for your Zoom online piping and drumming workshop with some of the best in the business there. That's going to be fantastic. If anything, I might have to get Kyle on the show to talk about this. Hmm. Yeah, there you go, Kyle. If you're listening, mate, we want to chat to you about this, mate, and tell us, tell us all about it. There you go. All right, swiftly moving on. So many news stories. So the Ulster Scots Agency here in Northern Ireland, or more so the Ulster Scots Community Network, at the moment are helping bands apply for funding from the Northern Ireland Arts Council. And we did mention this before on a previous podcast, but I do want to point your attention to it again because you may well miss the deadline. Deadline for applications is Monday the 23rd of November. I'll say that again. Deadline for applications for Arts Council funding is Monday 23rd of November. So, you do have a little bit of time to get your applications in, of course, depending on when you're listening to this. But yes, if your band is finding times financially difficult and you do think that you need a bit of a hand, then take advantage of this Arts Council funding that is there, available to purchase new instruments or even repair existing ones, things like that. And the guys at the Ulster Scots Community Network will certainly give you a hand to fill out your application and make sure that all the T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and that it's submitted on time on the 23rd of November. So there you go. If you are based in Northern Ireland and you want to take advantage of that, then you have till the 23rd to get your application in. There you are. Okay, <clears throat> I have to give a shout this week to Bradley Parker. Yeah, Bradley Parker has been furiously busy, of course. He's preparing all sorts of incredible music at the moment because he's studying at the Conservatoire, of course. And he's been on the show here many times before. But Bradley has just released some brand new music. Awesome! And, uh, yeah, this one, we couldn't wait to share it out because once we heard it... Ooh... Um, yeah, I don't quite know how to put it into words other than to let you guys hear it. Yeah, so go along to the Big Rab Show Facebook page. We have shared it out there. It's called Akai. Yeah, from Bradley Parker. An absolute thumper. So go and check that out. And yes, put your headphones on. It does start a little quiet. It's very atmospheric. And some of the playing on there is just blistering. So go and check it out. Quite an awesome new tune by Bradley Parker. And yeah, you've been you've heard it here first. So, also speaking of new music, in case you missed it on last week's episode, episode 200, yes, we had a new tune written for us. And a lot of people were like, whoa, hold on, Rob, what? New tune? What? And yeah, I just kind of dropped it in in conversation. Oh yeah, we have a new tune. Here it is. Bang. And played it. And everyone was like, what the heck was that? So, (laughs) to explain, yes, episode 200 was a biggie. We did tell you we would have a huge surprise for episode 200. And bang, there it was. We had a brand new tune written for us by Lincoln Hilton. It was called Big Rab's 200th. And it also featured Stephen Shedden as well, who had written a drum score. And the pair of them actually performed it together, recorded it uploaded it and sent it to us and we couldn't be any more happy if anything i did say it at the time in episode 200 when i first heard this tune i was a little choked up honestly i was kind of ah it drew a tear but i couldn't believe that lincoln hilton had written such an incredible tune and also steven his drum court as drum score i should say his drum score for this was absolutely blistering i've been trying my best to learn it by ear this last while and i can't (laughs) 
I just can't. Um, so, but apparently Stephen will be releasing the score music for it. So if you do want to play the drum score for Big Rab's 200th, apparently it will be available on Stephen Shedden's website. So if you are interested in that, we will share it out as soon as we see it or hear it or, yeah, know of it. Uh, but for those of you who have been asking, Big Rab's 200th, can we hear it again? <laughs> yeah, you can. So here it is. Here's Lincoln Hilton and his brand new tune written just for us. Big Rab's 200th. get tired of it i'll never get tired of that it's such an amazing tune so thank you so much to lincoln hilton and stephen shedden as well guys both of you have made our year on the rab show team honestly it's such a cracking tune thank you so much so yeah for those folks out there who are wanting to get their hands on the actual sheet music for it and actually have a go then yes you'll have to check out volume 22 of modern piping yeah go to mdpiping.com and pre-order volume 22 which will be shipping on the 1st of december so there you go you've got some blistering tunes to carry you through the month of december yeah, Big Rab's 200th. And yeah, if you do happen to pick up a copy of Modern Piping and you do happen to learn Big Rab's 200th, then we would love to hear you guys playing it. So yeah, send us in your audio recordings, your video recordings of you guys playing it and we'll definitely bring that to the show and our social media. So we honestly think it's an th- absolute thumper of a tune. And again, thank you to Lincoln Hilton so much. It's an absolute... Ah, it's just a thumper. We absolutely love it. And uh, yeah, it's going to be difficult not to play it on every podcast now. <laughs> Big Rab's 200th. Yep, there you go. It's an absolute slapper. It's brilliant. Absolutely love it. There you go. All right. Now, I have to give a little bit of a plug, of course, to the Peel Regional Police Pipe Band. Because over this last while, they put out a bit of an announcement on their social media. Now, I'll read the statement, actually, and it really will warm your heart. Peel Regional Police have said as part of the build-up to their summer contest season earlier this year, the band had made a commitment to donate any leftover funds raised as part of their participation fees to a various charity. So, the band announced that they were, yeah, donating over $1,000 to the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation, which was simply awesome. 
So, yeah, the band says that they hope that these funds will help alleviate some of the hardships endured by young people and their families who have to deal with this terrible condition. So, to the Peel Regional Police Pipe Band, you guys are awesome! I haven't done that in a while. Uh, but, yeah, you guys are awesome. A thousand quid to charity. That's amazing. So, well done, guys. That That's incredible. Fantastic stuff. All right, moving on. I have to give a little plug, actually, to... My BBC show, Kintra. Yeah, Kintra's episode this past week um, was really quite interesting, where I actually spoke about bagpiping. Go figure, it's me, I always talk about piping on there. Um, But I talked about bagpiping of a difference, and this might interest some of our US audience, and even some here in Ireland. Um, I was talking about Brian Brew pipe bands. Yeah, I got chatting to some of the guys from a Ballygown pipe band and got talking all about the Brian Brew bagpipe, which isn't very, very it isn't talked about much. Obviously, most of the piping we're talking about here in the Rab Show is a Great Highland bagpipe, Ullen pipe, small pipe, kitchen pipe, shuttle pipe, whatever. Uh, but we very rarely mention Brian Brew. So, yeah, it's quite an interesting topic that we covered on Kintra this past week. So you can go and check that out. It's on the BBC Sounds app and just search for Kintra. K-I-N-T-R-A, Kintra. And you can go and have a listen to that episode. And if you do like it, then let them know. Yeah, it's quite an interesting topic, that one. Brian Brew bagpipes. Yeah. Okay. I have to give a little shout out actually to the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch who have been quite busy this last while. Uh, not going to lie. They actually published something on their website which is really quite interesting. The Peabrook Society, they will be live streaming a recital on Sunday the 29th of November commencing at half seven. Now for full details on this of course you can go to pbrook.co.uk forward slash shop where the online concert will be a fiver ahead. Yes, it's a pay-per-view. So it's, yeah, fiver for the privilege. But honestly, it's going to be an absolute cracker because you have backpapers such as Angus McCall, Ian Spears, Sandy Cameron and Cameron McDougall all involved in discussing and performing some incredible Peabrook music. So this obviously is because the regular Peabrook Society uh, event couldn't happen. Thank you to the global pandemic. Dang it, COVID-19. But yeah, they're bringing this event online so you guys can tune in and catch all of this amazing Peabrook music. So like I said, for more information, go to peabrook.co.uk forward slash shop or you can go and get your tickets for it now ahead of Sunday the 29th of November. Um, Yeah, so go and purchase your ticket. It's only a fiver. And yeah, you're going to be thoroughly, thoroughly entertained with all sorts of incredible Peabrook content. So that's a real one for the Peabrook fans, definitely. Yeah, there you go. So also around this time of the year, early November, of course, would have seen the Levi Invitational Solo Freestyle Drumming Competition. And yes, you guessed it. Thank you, global pandemic. It isn't happening this year. Now, that's not news. We've already spoke about it on the show before. We know it's cancelled. But what we've been doing on the Big Rab Show this last while is we've actually been sharing out performances from last year's event, including, yep, Willie Glenn Holmes and his freestyle performance along with Callum Brown. Oh my God! That video of that performance by Willie Glenn Holmes, man, is just insane. <laughs> Whew. I've watched it, I don't know how many times, and I just don't know how Willie Glenn Holmes moves his hands so quick and so, I don't know, with finesse and makes it look so easy. It's ridiculous. Just trust me. Go and have a look at it. It's a blistering performance. That's Wally Glenholms, of course. The freestyle event at the Levi Invitational event last year 
Wow. And if anything, I really hope that the event is able to run next year. Obviously, it raises a serious amount of money for charity each and every year. So, yeah, it's awful that the event can't happen this year. Thank you, Global Pandemic. Uh, But, yeah, we do hope that we'll be able to gather up again next year and share in some blistering music and raise a lot of money for a great charity. There you are. So, there you go. Yeah, a bit of sad news, but you can look back at some of the performances. Some of them, honestly, are fantastic. Also, on episode 200, you guys had asked about the Big Rab Show outtakes. Yeah, we did talk about this on last week's episode. And Yeah, Rab, when are you uploading the video of your um, hilarious outtakes? Well, the video is now up. You can go and have a look at the Rab Show YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, you can cringe along with us. It's actually quite hilarious. You get to see Deej uh, throwing a Rab Show towel at his kids. And Andrew Shilliday just throwing his dog across the room. It's very funny. Yeah. <laughs> so no dogs were harmed in the making of these outtakes, I have to say. So go and check that out. It's up there now on the Rab Show YouTube channel. It's very, very funny. All right. I'm sure by this point you guys are wondering when I'm going to announce or talk about the World Online Solo Piping and Drumming Championships Fall Edition 2020. Well, now would be that time. <laughs> For full information on all of your winners, I'm not going to list them, unfortunately, because, yes, there's just too many categories, too many winners, and too many incredible performances. But I would like you to go along now to bagpipelessons.com, where you can watch them all. They've actually shared all the videos of the performances up there, and I've been thoroughly entertained. By the- oh, I have to say, a shout-out to Jack Williamson. Woo! Yeah, woo! That was a performance and a half. And it gets so many incredible performances. Uh, here I go. See, I'm going to start singling people out. And then I'll start getting shouted at. Oh, Rap, you didn't watch me. I was class. Yes, you was all brilliant, to be honest. If you manage to finish in the prizes at all for this championship, you really do deserve a medal. Because some of these fields were full of entries. And to make it through to the final was an achievement in itself. This event was huge. It attracted such a huge, huge entry from around the world, I have to add. And, uh, yeah, I have to say congratulations to the, the folks at BagpipeLessons.com for running this. Honestly, it seemed to be a huge undertaking, just given the sheer volume of people who entered. Uh, but also to the people who actually picked up prizes, especially our winners as well. You guys deserve a huge pat on the back and a massive, massive well done. So if you did pick up prizes at this event, congratulations. Well done. You thoroughly deserve it, I have to say. Um, But yes, unfortunately, there's too many of you to mention here on the show. And uh, (laughs) you're all going to get annoyed now. I have to give a shout to Sam Purvis. You go up the lagging. You. Uh, Sam, I think, was one of the, the few Northern Ireland winners, I think, actually. He won in his age group there. So, yeah, see? See what I'm going to do? I'm going to start naming people, and then people's going to get annoyed at me. And they'll go, Rob, hi, you didn't shout out my band or my mate, and he won first and all, and he deserves a shout, and you're terrible. You won't give him a shout. I hate you. Yeah, this will be stuff that Rab got wrong. And yeah, events like this that are so big. Honestly, I could sit here and read you a whole big hashtag list. (laughs) One of the six. Uh, But yeah, it would take me way too long. And you guys would not want to sit and listen to that. But suffice to say, go along to bagpipelessons.com. The full list of all of your winners is up there. Along with all of their performance videos. Where you can just sit for hours and watch all of these. And honestly... (sighs) Wow, yeah, some of the performances. I know they're filmed at home on a cell phone, but some of them will just melt your face. 
Yeah, well done, everyone. <laughs> what an incredible event. Yeah. I also have to give a shout this week to Wake and District, who have been uploading little teaser photographs of their new drums. Yeah, have you seen these? Wake and District, of course, have purchased a full new line of drums from the Axial line from the British Drum Co. And these drums, they, well, I don't, I don't think I've actually seen the full picture of the drums and what they actually look like, but they're, they're like giving little real close-up pictures of them, you know, like a a black sparkly flecky thing, and then the the FOF, you know, they're far 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 fallen, the little emblem, and it's it's embossed in gold, and it's. Oh, I, I can't wait to see them, actually. So I'm going to have to check out Wake and District's social media to see if they've uploaded the actual pictures of their new drums. But, um, yeah, you guys know, British Drum Co. are just ridiculous when it comes to the finish of their drums. They should just stop it. I've wasted so much time looking at their Instagram, which is just... If you're going to look at British Drum Co.'s Instagram and you're a drummer, make sure you're wearing a bib or something to ca- to catch your slobber because, honestly, you'll be pouring over these images of drums for hours. Trust me, I've been there on my lunch break at work and before I know it, an hour and a half has passed and my boss is phoning me. Rab, what are you doing? Are you coming back to work? Stop looking at pictures of drums and come back. Yeah, so that that has happened. And I'm not going to tell you how many times, but more than once. Yeah, so shout out to the guys at Wake and District. Very excited to see what your new lineup of drums looks like from the Axial line at British Drum Co. Very excited to see those. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all sorts of excited. Okay, now I have to give a special plug this week to, yeah, Fred Morrison. I'm sure you guys were wondering when I was going to mention this on the show. You guys know I am a huge Fred Morrison fan. Every single show over there on Fuse, I manage to play at least one Fred Morrison track every week. And I always get dogs abuse for it. <laughs> so, oh, crap. Stop playing Fred Morrison, would you, for goodness sake. I can't help it. I'm a huge Fred fan. I love his music to bits. And he's just a legend in general. So, yeah. Love me some Fred Morrison. But, yes, some really quite exciting news for Fred Morrison fans dropped this past week. He has, or will be, releasing a new collection of tunes. This is basically called the second Fred Morrison collection. And it's available for pre-order right now. Now, apparently it's going to be dropping at the end of November, so that's a bit vague. We don't know quite when in the end of November it's dropping, but yeah, we've been told pre-order it now so you can guarantee delivery by the end of November. Hmm, That is quite vague, but we do hope to get a more definitive date for you uh, as soon as we know it. But yes, go along to Fred Morrison's website right now, pre-order a copy of this. If you're a Fred Morrison fan at all, you will want this. Including, actually, some of the tunes included in this, they've listed only a few. Uh, They have the Jig Sky, which honestly is one of Fred's most requested tunes. Uh, So everyone seems to be asking him for sheet music for it. So the Jig Sky is going to be in the book. Plus we have Kyle Howie's. That's in there. We have Reverend John Walker and Gordon Duncan's, amongst other incredible tunes from the pen of Fred Morrison, the Jimi Hendrix of the bagpiping world, as everyone calls him. So, (laughs) there you go. If you're a fan of Fred Morrison, go to his website, pre-order his new music collection now, and avoid disappointment, and you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
All right, folks. Well, believe it or not, <clears throat> yeah, a good hour has passed already on the Big Rab Show podcast, and we have yet to get to topic of the week. But that's all of the piping news. Now, I have to stress that if you guys have any commentary, any questions, anything you'd like to raise, or even any weekly drones, then get them into us. Our email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Or if you want to submit a weekly drone, then go to our website thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone yeah so get them in all right okay it is that time of the week again where i have to go and get myself a big cup of tea it's time for the topic of the week the british drum company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits and it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world the world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features, developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade. Made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK, the build quality and attention to every detail is second to none. Contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. LoneStarPiper.com Serving the piping and drumming community in the United States for over 10 years. Featuring R.G. Hardy's full line of bagpipes, including Henderson's, and Gallic theme lines of kilts and doublets, and bespoke Highland wear, including sparns and cap badges. LoneStarPiper.com Offer tailored payment plans on any set of bagpipes. If your drum corps needs a new look, then they can help you. With a full custom design from Andante Drums and custom bass heads from Evans and Remo. Lone Star Piper will also be distributing the latest Axial line from the British Drum Company. If you have any questions about any of the major brands they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. McClellan Bagpipes from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Uist in Scotland they adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making using the finest materials employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information McClellan Bagpipes Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time. And you know that cup of tea went down class. Absolutely loved it. <laughs> I honestly think it's the November weather. It's freezing cold. And I think that must help make tea taste better. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Rob, shut up about tea. Anyway, I couldn't get any more Northern Irish sometimes. A cup of tea just fixes everything, boys. 
Anyway, anyway, yes, this week we are talking to Pipe Major Alan Tully of St Lawrence Atul Pipe Band, who very graciously gave us time to chat all about the amazing projects that he's been a part of this last while. He's been really quite busy. There's a new website, new book, and of course we'd get talking all about the band and how they're coping with lockdown and COVID-19 and all the rest, uh, plus his viewpoint on where, where we could be this time next year. Who knows? But, yeah, I think it's without further ado, we should introduce Alan to the podcast. So, welcome to the podcast. A bit of a bagpiping legend, if you don't mind me saying so. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Pipe Major, Thanks very much. Alan Tully, how are you? I'm very good, Rap. I'm very good. Thanks for having me on today. <laughs> Man, it's, uh, yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the show because there's so much I want to talk to you about. Well, first of all, uh, how have you found lockdown and COVID and all of this? How have you found it? I have um, probably found it quite similar to a lot of people, uh, probably a lot of pipers. Um, I've, I found it tough. Uh, you know, my job. Thankfully, I can work from home. Thankfully, I haven't. Uh, I haven't been out of work. I've been working uh, full time the whole way through. Yeah. Um, just tr- trying to adapt to a different environment in terms of you know getting up in the morning and start work from a house and coming down the stairs for lunch and back up the stairs again. Uh, that's not easy when you've got kids in the house trying to adapt and yeah. actually focus on, on work. So I found that bit of it tough initially. Um, and also, obviously my wife uh, works from home now as well. So we've got three young kids in the house and both of us trying to do some work. And yeah. uh, the first couple of months was tough. But look, I'm not the only one. Everybody's Everybody's been in the same position as that. In terms of piping, I found that quite tough because um, it's... Uh, now, obviously piping is my passion and you know I live for it when you can't do it mm. it's it can be quite depressing and I'll be very straight I did an interview actually yeah not not long after uh, the start of lockdown the last time and um, um, you know I was a little bit depressed well, you know when it was initially announced that the seat that the season was officially cancelled and the world was done um, it just hit me that you know first yeah. season since I've started competing in pipe bands that I wasn't going to get to get to play so Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's tough. Thankfully, you know the band worked worked through it, and we we kind of got together and figured out how can we how can we still enjoy what we do. And you know, you know, for us, particularly in slop, it's not all about competition. Uh, competition is secondary. It's about the music. Uh, it's about putting out good music, enjoying ourselves, entertaining ourselves, and and the competition element and and all of that is 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 a, is a close second, but it's second. That's it, indeed. Yeah, and if anything, it kind of stands well because you guys got a, a nomination in the Big Rab Show Awards for Best Band Performance. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, your videos that you guys have been producing have been incredible. And I have to say, are there new material as well that we haven't heard you play? Not right. It's all, it was all new material, yeah. yeah. And, and we, we decided that coming into, uh, coming into lockdown and when we knew that the season was off, we had, we had a couple of look. There was three options. We either and we had a new medley which we had put together, which we were really looking forward to bringing out this year because it was, it was. Uh, I would say, if you ask anybody in the band, probably the best one yet. Um, so, so we had we had a we had a choice. It was either do nothing, um, and take the year off, mm. uh, do some videos and bring out some of the new stuff that we were learning for the for the, for the season, or and we'd already learned, or else really challenge ourselves. And keep everybody busy and focused. And if we were to do new videos with existing material that were that we already knew, then the level of effort and practice wouldn't have really been a lot because we could have yeah. picked up the channel and just played. Whereas having to learn 
brand new material before every video meant that everybody had to practice, had to pick up the chanter at least, had to be working on the stuff at home mm. uh, because you, you couldn't put out that type of a video, obviously, you know, winging it. No. Uh, so it was, a, it was a conscious decision that we made to bring out new material to make sure that we just kept busy, keep working and actually just keep putting out new stuff. There you go. So yeah. It was fun. It was fun. And as you say, then you guys have continued working through all of this, through your production of your videos and all the rest. Is that still the case? You guys are still kind of grinding towards this. Hopefully next year, get back on the grass again. Yeah. Um, so we've, uh, we've, we, we took time off after the worlds. <laughs> Funny saying it, but, but seriously, like the, the season for us, even though there was no competition was probably busier because of all the new material than it would have been, um, you know, if we hadn't been competing because you've got your four competition sets and you practice and practice and practice. Yeah. Whereas this was, you know, having to sit down with music every, every couple of weeks with a brand new piece of music that you've never heard before. <laughs> um, and uh, so that was, that, was, that was tough and draining. So after the video went out for the world and we finished the rant, um, we said, right, so let's take some time off. So we took some time off and we had a band Zoom call um, actually just this week uh, to decide what, what, what's our strategy for next year? What are we going to do? So um, first thing is we've got, uh, we've got a, a recording to do for Murray Blair, who's putting, uh, putting together a concert for, I hope he doesn't mind me saying this actually, um, he's putting together a concert for uh, Winter Storm. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so yeah. so we're going we're gonna to do a piece on that. Um, similar to what we've done during the season, it'll again be a brand new piece of music. Um, in the meantime, we're also working on uh, a second brand new medley because when we, when we get back on the field, we want to have two brand new medleys. Two new sets. Of, yeah. yeah, there's been a lot of music that's come out over lockdown, a lot of really good stuff. So we want to try and incorporate some of that. So we're preparing for the season as if it's going to go ahead, even if it's just the world. And if it is, we'll have two brand new medleys. Excellent and, stuff. And if it doesn't, if it doesn't we'll, at least we'll have kept ourselves busy. There you go, indeed. <laughs> I've had it. I'm all sorts of excited now. Well, even just to hit the grass in general, because I'm sure, just like us, um, you're bound to be missing it, man. Just hearing a live band, you know, it's amazing yeah. how much you miss it. Like, it is, it is, yeah. And it, like, even, even to be honest, even sitting around the table with your friends and you know all the guys in the band, you know, like we've got a, we've got a good bond, a good connection, a good friendship, and it's just mm. not the same, you know, when you're seeing guys over Zoom and trying to practice over Zoom, but everybody's uh, microphones muted and, and but because it's just, there is there's obviously delay and yeah. I, th I think one of the one of the common misconceptions that people had regarding the videos that we put out was that uh, they, they thought that they were you know just done over zoom and we just press record and <laughs> off we go there was uh, genuinely between myself and Stephen and uh, Kyle Rothschild who was responsible for putting all the videos together you're talking about 200 man hours per, vi per video Oh, to, yeah. to match to match up all of the recordings because every player who, who uh, submitted a recording to go in the video that had to be matched to me so I had to yeah. do uh, you know a virtual one on ones match the recording make sure that the tuning is right that the you know the, the playing is okay mm -hmm. if it's not send it back at them to do, to do it again so a huge amount of time went into that so but it's not the same when it's done virtually it's you just can't be sitting around the table with the guys no that's so, it couldn't beat it at all so yeah I have to ask you then, <clears throat> you've also kept yourself busy with the production of a brand new website, uh, Right yep. My Medley. Do you want to tell us a bit about this? Yeah, um, that was initially set up, um, to be very frank about it, when I don't have something to focus on from a piping perspective, I can get lazy like most people. Um, and when it was actually the day after the Worlds was cancelled, 
I, I came downstairs and I was thinking, what am I going to do? Because if I don't have something to focus on, you know, I don't play in solos. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I'm never really been, you know, hugely interested in the solo scene. The band is my, is my main driver always has been. And when you've no band, you really have no incentive to practice. So I said, right, uh, what am I going to do to keep my hands busy and to keep myself being creative? And when I'm putting medleys together is when I'm most creative. So I just said, right, you know, uh, this could be an opportunity for me when I'm, I've no band to first of all, keep busy. Um, secondly, I've got the whole summer now to, you know, um, work and try and be creative and, and help some bands who want to want a bit of assistance. So um, I came down that morning, set up a basic enough website, put it out and it's been, it's been flying. There you go. If anything, it's generated some questions from our listeners. Alan, if you don't mind me asking, uh, okay. have you got an example or even an idea of what would make a per medley, one that's not well constructed? Uh, Well, that's a difficult one to answer because it kind of depends. You know, every grade is different. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've noticed by doing this, uh, you know, this this kind of, you could call it a business or consultancy, whatever you want to call it. Um, One of the things that I've noticed is that a lot of the bands that I'm working with tend to go for, you know, mainstream music, you know, they'd hear a band play a tune and say, this is a great tune, I want to play it. Uh, And in a lot of cases, it's too difficult for them because I'm working with with a lot of lower grade bands, you know, four or three, um, and and bands that are getting promoted into grade two. But again, the material is, it can be very difficult. Um, You need to play to your weakest player. So um, you don't pick the tunes that your strongest players can play and everybody else is going to struggle through. And that's kind of been a common theme that I've, that I've seen at a lot of the stuff because I don't just write a medley. In a lot of cases, we'll do an assessment um, of, of, you know, the previous medleys that the band has done. And I do some research on the bands prior to putting a medley together just to see, look, what style do they currently use? Uh, what mm-hmm. kind of tunes do they like to play? Is it contemporary or traditional? Um, and what, what technicality levels do they play to? And in most cases, I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting, you know, play easier tunes that every, everybody can manage, but play them really well. Um, and we'll put some nice creative harmonies to them and we'll make them nice and effective. And you don't have to make them effective by having difficult tunes. You can make them nice and effective by putting some creative harmonies, mm. uh, which can really add to it. But in terms of a poor medley, um, it's really hard to say. Um, it's it's difficulty level. It? Yeah, yeah dif- difficulty level for me is, 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 you know, more what I classify because... Music is music, and you know you, you're going to have a different taste in music to me, and you like certain tunes that I won't like, and vice versa. And yeah. and uh, so what we try to do with the with the pipe majors that we work with is we, we find tunes that the pipe major likes and, and wants wants to, to play, and not something that I don't ever force my music on them. And if if they don't like a tune, one of the things that I do is I wait until I've got a, a kind of a, an outline concept for a medley for a band, and then I send the full piece obviously without harmonies, but kind of start to finish. Um, but I don't give any tune names because if I do include any of my own tunes or, you know, I've got some kind of young composers who'd send me music and say, hey, I've just brought out a book recently. Would you, would you mind including some of my music? Yeah. And I'll say, yeah, no problem. I'll have a look through it and see if I, can, if I can fit it. So I'll send out a medley to a pipe major and I'll say, give me your thoughts because I don't want them to see the tune names in case it's, they see one of my tunes and they're afraid to give yeah. me to yeah. people, I don't like that particular tune. So, um, but thankfully, it's it's we've had a pretty good success rate so far. There you go. It's it's a fascinating project, you know. If anything, and can be a real invaluable service, I think, for some bands. You know, I don't know about me, but my own, myself speaking personally, 
there is the old method that's been used countless times, and I still see bands doing it today. You create an MSR, four parts each, then you have a pick any old slow air, Hector the Hero or something, and then you throw a jig in the end of it. That's it. Boom, meddling. <laughs> you yeah. know, and sometimes I don't think there's an awful lot of thought that goes into it, but uh, do, is that something that you actively do that you want to take the listener on a bit of a journey? You know, do you construct that way? Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and look, just to kind of touch on that, one of the reasons why I've done this, and actually, again, what I found uh, through the process is that a lot of people in pipe major positions, um, they don't, they're not necessarily the most creative. They're in pipe major positions because they're the best at, at the job in terms of leading the core, or maybe in some cases, they're the only one that would step up at a period of time to do the job yeah. and find themselves in a position where, you know, they're a pipe major, but maybe necessarily didn't want to be. Um, and through no fault of their own, they just maybe don't have that level of creativity to put that medley together. Mm. So that's that's where I've found that I've been really able to help to say, well, you know what? And I've had people come to me going, I'm actually no good at putting medleys together. I'm not going to put my hand up and say I'm, I'm good at it. Um, and I need some help and assistance. And I said, great, perfect. So what kind of tunes do you like to play? And what can we what can we look at? And in a lot of cases, they just say, look, you put something together and come to us and I'll tell you if I like it or not. So... Um, that's that's been great, and I found that that part of the service really valuable. Look, you've got obviously got pipe majors who, you know, they want to play their own style of music and they want to do their own brand, and that's perfectly acceptable. Uh, mm-hmm. But I suppose this business is geared towards people who maybe are not so creative and are looking for some help and assistance. That's a bit of inspiration, I feel. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I've got plans to expand uh, Write My Medley as well over the next over the next uh, six months or so. If you know, if I've got made quite a lot of contacts over lockdown with you know particularly young composers who are writing a lot of tunes and i want to try and incorporate some of those guys into the project now as well and, um you know brought out my own book recently and i've seen the difficulties in terms of trying to get a book out there and promote it you know mm. really the bit the best way of doing it currently is facebook um and i'm lucky that um uh, you know i'm the pipe major of St. Lawrence tool so that comes with you know the St. Lawrence tool uh, facebook page which has almost eight thousand followers yeah. And it's, it, it's, it's obviously easier to promote, you know, um, in that sense. But what I want to do with Write My Medley is to incorporate maybe some younger composers into the project with me to help them get, get some assistance uh, from that, those guys, maybe get some input and help them to get the music out there as, uh, in the same way as mine. And, you know, any, any composer who writes music, you write it first and foremost because you want to hear it being played. Um, but if you don't have the... Uh, listener base to get that music out to people um well then it's not so easy for people to find it or to play it so oh, that's it indeed yeah so but i'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my next question then about your new book <laughs> so yeah. do you want to tell folks about this yeah well um so it's called Sokru, the collection and uh, Sokru is uh, gaelic for arrangements yeah. And uh, my passion is arranging music. Uh, it's I've been doing it since, and like, again, wasn't something that I had kind of set out to say. Oh, you know, I'm not going really going to write tunes. I'm going to arrange tunes, but it was just something that I, I had a passion for from from a young age, and and seemed to be good at it. So, um, I've amassed quite a few arrangements over the last you know 15 years or so, and I've had a lot of lads in the band and friends saying, you know, you should really bring in a book, yeah. and yeah. never really had the time or interest to be honest until lockdown and pretty much since I started writing my medley and kind of being creative I have been doing a lot more composing I've been writing a lot more tunes I've written more tunes 
in the last six months, probably three times as many tunes in the last six months than I've ever written in my whole life before that. <laughs> so I just yeah. said, you know, now is, now is as good a time as any to bring out a book. So, uh, so I, I took some time over the last six months and put it together and it's out. There you go. And I have to say, for myself being a St. Lawrence fan, the big tune that I, I absolutely love is The Highland Wedding. And that's on there, you know. And that's, that is, that's in, yeah. That's worth the price of purchase right there. <laughs> but there's also a huge collection of other tunes on there as well. Alan, is there any ones on there that you particularly favor yourself? Uh, there is. I have, um, I've, I've, I, there was two, there was two, two tunes that uh, I really wanted to get in there. Um, the Highland Wedding hornpipe which the band obviously played and i get requests for it all the time i get i get facebook um messages all of them can you send me on the music so just said look definitely you know that needs to go in a book and also the rant hornpipe uh was something that was something that i wanted to i want to document down and again it's the same thing Stuart little you know made it famous um by playing it particularly on the launch of of his of his his bagpipes going back a, a number of years ago with the worlds and Ever since then, I get inundated with, with messages and I just said, you know what, this, these are two tunes that people really seem to want. Mm. Um, difficult tunes to play, but, but at the same time, people want to, uh, you know, give it a shot. There's also mm. a couple of really good waltzes as well. I've, I've, uh, I've done an arrangement for um, uh, the Delaware Highland Gathering, which is, which is a, a two four six part of 2-4 uh, March, uh, which I learned from Kevin Rogers. Uh, he used to play in solos and it's a fantastic piece of music. And um, I arranged that into a waltz, uh, and it's probably my favourite tune in the book. Wow, there you go. So, folks, if you want to go and purchase this, and let's face it, you will. Uh, so, go to writemymedley.com. Isn't that right? That's where you can grab it's, it. It's in the web shop on Write My Medley. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. So, there you go. My research paid off. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> uh, so, I have to ask you then. Obviously, with the global pandemic and everything, how do you see the future of piping through next season, the next few years afterwards? It's going to be a very different world, I feel. Yeah, um, there's no doubt about that. I think um, I, I think until there's a vaccine, I think it's highly unlikely that we're going to have some part of a season next year. I yeah. know that the RSPBA are, are still you know, planning mm. on, on a season, even in some part, to happen next year. But um, you know, personally speaking, I'm not so, I'm not so sure how, how, um, how likely that's going to be, sadly. Yeah. Um yeah. and and like even even you know if it is how prepared are bands going to be you know we we haven't we haven't been together since since February of this year and the likelihood is we're not going to be able to stand together in a circle in a band hall probably until maybe at least March April May of next year if, if if even you know you're going to be waiting until you get out you, it's it's warm enough to get back outside before um, before we can stand in a circle if we're allowed so so that's that's going to be challenging um, although I do have to say, um, and I, I suppose just to, to, to plug it, um, the likes of young people like Robbie McIsaac, who are coming up with yes. you know really intelligent products that I suppose initially wasn't developed for for um, you know COVID, yeah. but co- coincidentally now could could potentially play a huge part in in enabling pipe bands to get back and maybe people feeling more safe to get back playing pipes in in in, this, in a group. Mm. Um, and I think the more young people that are coming through, intelligent young people that are that have innovative, you know, and trying to bring new new ideas forward, uh, that's that's the future. And it's that's, those products, you know, the flux blowpipe, they, those things are really going to play their, their part in in uh, getting us back out in the grass. So yeah, um, I think mine is in the post. So I'm looking forward to getting that <laughs> and, and, and trying it out. But um, uh, yeah, in in regards to getting out in the grass, 
hopefully, you know, fingers have, you know, every finger and toe crossed that we can get out, but we'll wait and see. That's it. We'll wait and see indeed. If anything, you know, I was chatting about it on previous episodes of the show, even things like travel, international travel, especially for the likes of the World Championships, to have, you know, SFU, you know, 70th, all of these bands who fly internationally to come, it's going to be so incredibly difficult in future years, I think. Yeah. Yeah, if the restrictions remain the way that they are, it's go- it is going to be very difficult. And I think, you know, there's a lot to be there's a lot to be considered from an RSPBA perspective. And you know, I've heard yeah, I've heard some you know stories that you know there may be a world this year, but it might just comprise of you know UK based bands that don't have to that don't have to self isolate or quarantine when they arrive. Yeah. But to be yeah. very frank about that, that's not a World Pipe Band Championships. So no, so so that that. If 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 that's if that's something that's been considered and on the cards, I think there would it would be greeted with a lot of resistance because you can't have a worlds with only UK based bands. No, exactly, and I would have to agree with you there. I have heard the rumours of that, uh, but no, I didn't pay any credence to it because that wouldn't be a world, you know, mm-hmm. when you didn't have the whole world involved. Yeah. Um, but as you said, Alan, you know, twenty twenty has been. A crap year for piping, sure <laughs> but, has. but it's honestly been one of the most creative. Like you said, there's been yeah. a lot of great new music released, as well as yourself as well. Has there been any composers or that out there in the piping world at the moment that you've looked at and thought, "Ooh, their stuff's pretty good." <laughs> um, you know, there's a there's a. I I think, again, with with what I'm doing with write my medley, I'm I'm very objective when it comes to to music. Um, yeah. You know, I'm I'm very open-minded. I'm happy to listen to anything, um, and 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 I, I I listen to all piping music with an open mind, which a lot of traditionalists don't. And you know, one of the things that I say actually in the foreword of the book, or not in the foreword, in in, in the uh, in, in the first page actually, the, the foreword of the book was written by Bob Worrell. Um, but on the initial page of the book, I, I talk about my view towards arrangements um, and why I arrange music. And, and for me, I think if you look at it kind of traditionally with, with pipe music, pipe music can be very, you know, uh, rigid, very um, specific. Yeah. You play an MSR and really it should be exactly the way it's written on the original manuscript piece of music. Yes. But I just don't approach music like that. And, and Peabrock, and that's one of the reasons why, you know, Peabrock, uh, it didn't really appeal to me because you, you've got a tune that was written 150 years ago in a certain way. And, you need to play that piece of music exactly as it was written, and the judge is going to sit there and follow that music. And if there's a grace note wrong, then it, you know you've made a mistake. That's well, it. I, yeah. <laughs> but my my approach is, is a lot more fluid. So I'd look at the you know the, the piece of music and I'd play it, and and then I I, I kind of twist it into my own personality, and and then all of a sudden there's an arrangement that might call more slightly different, and, um, and and that's always been my approach towards music. So when I listen to new composers. I tend to look at the music again with a very open mind and say, look, what, what, what is it about this piece of music that I like? Um, and if I was to name one or two, I'd probably be doing a disservice to a lot of the other ones that have brought out music. Yeah, there's but, been but so I, many, yeah. I think if you look at Facebook, even just look at Facebook this year, and to be honest, I've been off Facebook for about four years prior to um, lockdown. And I really went back on it because, first of all, for writing my medley. Secondly, um, secondly, because I needed to get a fix. Uh, for music and and uh, and that's where all the young guys are and they're pushing out their music and it's just so much of it now it's it's fantastic so yeah. um yeah it's long may it continue 
That's it indeed. And yeah, if anything, I would encourage folks as well to listen to everything. Uh, you know, not just your MSRs, your medley performances, but also, you know, ourselves in the Rab Show, we feature quite a lot of trad music and stuff on the show. You know, lots yep. of Celtic folk music scene. Is that something that you'd be into, into as well, you know, listening to stuff like that? I used to be. Um, I, I still would listen to a lot of folk and trad. I used to study traditional Irish music, actually. So I used to, I did. Yeah. I studied traditional Irish, Irish music in college for two years. Um, so, um, so my background is trad music. I played a traditional flute. So yeah, I have, yeah. I have, I do have, I do have a good background in, in trad. I probably don't listen to it as much as I used to. Um, I get a lot of my inspiration now, really, from 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 listening to pipe music, and I try and keep up with, as I say, a lot what a lot of the, the younger uh, guys are doing. And yeah, um, and I know you've featured some on the show, and you know a lot of these online competitions and online recitals. I'm actually judging an online uh, an online recital competition this week. Um, uh, that's been run by by um, uh, up to the line. So that's up that's going to be yeah okay. yeah that's 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 going to be fun and and there's you know there's four young competitors and young composers that's that's complaint that's that's going to uh, perform on that. So again, that's that's something that I'm really looking forward to and um, and you know I'm sure I get some sort of inspiration from it. That's it, indeed. And it's all spices to the pot, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Indeed. <laughs> so, Alan, we've already asked you some big rap show staples before a long time ago. We asked you about your cheese, favorite cheese and all of that business. Uh, but I also have to ask you, um, have you had a most embarrassing moment in all of your time in piping? Any real embarrassing stories that make you cringe? You could have prepared me for this because my memory is terrible. <laughs> Uh, have I any embarrassing moments? Yeah, anything you can the look only, back on and go. Oh. The only, the only, the only embarrassing moment it was was kind of a collective with the band, and I can't even remember what year it was. I think it was, I think it was a couple of years after we won the worlds, maybe two thousand and twelve, mm. uh, and we were due to be a centre band, and we actually missed the calling of the centre bands. Uh, so there's only five oh. centre bands. There's only five centre bands in and then yeah. we had to march with the march in past them uh, while they were all playing their, their six eights and we got we got dogs abuse from from the other, the other five bands that were uh, uh, obviously obviously friendly abuse but dogs abuse nonetheless from yeah. the other five bands uh, off the top of my head that's probably the that's probably one of the more embarrassing pieces but um, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you had a if you had to put that question to me a couple of hours before this i probably could have given you a better example well, hey, if anyone's watching or listening to this right now, I'm sure the comments will start coming through. Well, yeah. what about this one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Alan, honestly, thank you so much for taking time to chat to us. And uh, yeah, and again, thank you for all the new music. Man, and you know, 2020 has been a rubbish year for piping, but there's been so much new material, uh, especially coming from yourselves, St. Lawrence. It's been amazing. Yeah, well, look, I appreciate that. And just one, th one thing just to say, um, you know, if 2021 turns out to be similar as 2020 for, for the rest of the pipeline world, um, we'll continue to do what we do best, which is producing music. And uh, I think one of the things that we wanted to highlight in 2020 uh, was that we're more than just a, com a competition band. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're, all, we're all about the music. We want to pr produce good music. Uh, and we want to do it together as a group and collectively, and we'll continue to do that into 2021, whether it is a competition season or not. That's excellent. And I think it definitely should bode well for a lot of other people listening right now. Keep playing for the joy of it, I feel. Yeah. You know, there is some folks where it's competition and that's it. But you do just have to play for the joy of it, really. Yeah. yeah. 
hundred percent. So great Absolutely. advice there, Alan. Yeah. So don't forget, check out Alan's website, pick up his copy of the book, and you really need it. Trust me, anyone's a St. Lawrence fan at all, you're gonna to need to get it. Uh, tons of great music on there. Alan, again, thank you so much for taking time to chat to us and send my best to everyone there at the St. Lawrence camp. Hope you're all keeping well. I will shortly. I appreciate you having me on, Rob. Thanks very much. No other at all. Thank you. Cheers. There you have it. Thank you so much to Alan for joining us on the show. Honestly, for taking the time to have a yarn with us. It's just brilliant to catch up and yeah, to hear all about the guys at St. Lawrence and obviously about these exciting new projects. So yeah, if you are interested, don't forget to check out Alan's website and definitely, definitely pick up a copy of this brand new book of his. You know, If you're a Piper fan at all, then you're going to want to see this book under your Christmas tree. Trust me. So there you go. Go along to his website, rightmymedley.com, and go and purchase your copy right now and avoid disappointment. There's some blistering tunes on there. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, that's it. Thank you, Alan, for taking the time, man. It was honestly a cracking interview. It was a pleasure chatting to you. Hopefully we'll have Alan back on the show again. Yeah, so if you've enjoyed this week's show, then please let us know. Wherever you're watching or listening to this right now, you can drop us a review, of course. Yes, those reviews have kind of stopped this last while. We don't know why, but on uh, yeah, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes or, you know, Apple Music, I think you call it now, or, you know, wherever you're listening to us right now, those reviews really do help. Uh, You know, they help introduce more people and it helps with our visibility. More people help, you know, discover our podcast as a result. So give us a little five-star rating. Say, hi, this podcast is all right. (laughs) Also, don't forget, you can help support the show. Each and every week I do plug it and I do it for a reason because there's so much incredible piping content back there. And yeah, be part of the Patreon faithful. Click support and get your mitts on tons of extra pipe and content. You'll, you will be safe in the knowledge that you're helping support one of your favorite podcasts. And yeah, you'll get tons of pipe and goodness for the, yeah, for the price of $5 per month. Awesome stuff. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thank you so much for downloading this week and each and every week. We are here every Wednesday. 201 episodes in the can and we hope you guys can join us for another 200 and 2000 and 3000 and whatever's in front of us <laughs> yeah we're talking each and every week about the great highland bagpipe the music the instrument and the people that we all know and love and that's exactly why we're here hoping you guys can join us again next week for another rap show podcast but that's us we're out the door thanks so much for tuning in until next week folks we'll see you all again all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, including our two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date on all the latest news and views from around the piping world. Plus, of course, check us out on Patreon and become part of the Patreon faithful for just $5 a month. Get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness. So until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>